Episode 117 of Train Smooth. My name is Tim Egg, and if you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. So today's question comes from Vince. My biggest weakness is riding up hills. I really struggle. Without answering ride more hills, what else would you recommend to help me with this? Um, I actually like how you've just written that, because... Going back half a dozen years ago, I had this website which I've since sold. But this website is, I requested, uh, sent out a request saying, Does anyone want to be a guest blogger? And these are the subjects. And one of them was writing, writing uphill. And this person said, Yeah, I'd love to write write an article for, for the site. They wrote it. And the, and the biggest thing was, Ride more hills. And I'm thinking to myself, Great, great bit of advice. Now what? And so there is some truth to that, but you just reminded me of it, and it's a, it's a, I always have a giggle anytime I think of it. So, um, so basically, the first thing I'd think of is you need to do you need to structure your sessions to to help with this. So I'd be doing a lot of strength endurance sessions. So I'd be doing a lot of low cadence work. I'd, I'd be also doing different cadence work. So for instance. Um, Let's say you jump on the wind trainer or an indoor trainer. You might do five five minutes at at a, a lower RPM, so maybe fifty five to sixty five RPMs, chewing out a big gear. Let's say if you at got a power meter, you might be doing it at sweet spot. If you don't have a power meter, it might be a medium effort. So it's going to be so you're looking at ten minute effort. So it's got to be uncomfortable for ten minutes. So five minutes, five minutes is probably going to be sitting at around fifty five to sixty five RPM, and then you click it up and you ride at your normal cadence level at for the next five minutes at the same perceived effort or at the exact same watts. So I'd be doing those sort of sessions. I'd be I'd be doing a hell of a lot of low cadence works but i'll be also chopping it too so maybe you could do like a a minute at at 100 rpm then a minute at 70 rpm a minute at a 90 rpm a minute at 80 rpm a minute at 110 rpm you can play around with that you can do two minute efforts you can do three minute efforts um, just constantly chop and change. They're, they're also, on a side note, they're also good sessions to do for recovery as well. So you can have it as a low effort, but constantly change, changing the gear. Um, I'd also, once, you, once you're actually riding hills, so let's say you're going on a, uh, either doing hill repeats or you're riding a hilly ride, staying in the saddle, uh, I'd also be choosing a very low gear for riding this. So let's say you're riding up a, a nice hill, not too steep, not too easy. Um, just choo- choo- picking a gear that you're going to be ploughing at it for around 55, 65 RPM again and really try and build that strength up as you as you just chew those miles. That's also going to help you for the flats as well because you just you're building functional strength during this, and that's kind of that will help you. I'd also now I've, I've just on a side now I've I've basically all I'm doing here is talking about muscle muscle strength there, but another thing like let's say it's your lungs that are holding you back, and that's the case for a lot of people. They're riding up hills. 
their their lungs start giving way a lot more than their muscles. They they could probably push it a little bit harder with their legs, but they just go they go <gasps> they just can't get enough oxygen. So this is where oxygen deprivation sessions come into it. Um, I'm a huge believer that I do I do a minimum of two oxygen deprivation sessions every single week minimum of two so on my website trainsmove.com if you click up on resources and you go all the way down to oxygen program click on there that will actually give you a, um, a rough idea what an oxygen deprivation session looks like it will give you what session like what to do in it how to do it um if you just you can do it by sitting down at at home. There's a, there's a session on how to do it on the bike. There's what you do it on the run and what you do in the swimming. Um, the, you're basically interrupting that channel between uh, of, of the oxygen coming in and going to your working organs and muscles. So I do recommend that for every athlete. So, but I do. There's a bolt test. So take the bolt test. And you take that reading, and then from that reading, you'll be able to go into um, what you can do safely. So, and all this has come from a book called The Oxygen Advantage from Patrick someone or other. From, um, it, it's probably one of the best reads that's changed the way I've con- I look at training and I look at everyday life. So I... Um, I <sighs> If you don't like reading, I'd suck it up and read it anyway. But at least read that article on my website because that will give you the cliff notes of that book. Um, but yeah, that that would that would be another huge advantage. So what you're doing with that is you're just getting oxygen through your red blood cells to all your working muscles and and organs. You kind of really, really need that when you're riding up hills. All of a sudden, you do that. You do it every single day for 14 days, and then maybe two days a week from there on in. You'll find huge advantages with the efficiency of you swim, bike, running. Not it would take seconds per hundred meters off your swim time if you for, for a lot of athletes. Um, you just will feel a hell of a lot more efficient swimming and running you all of a sudden you're riding up these hills nasal breathing um and you, you should be trying to especially if you're riding a, if you're doing any form of riding or running and it's at a moderate level i do think it should be done nasal breathing it, once the efforts pick up try and nasal breathe as much as possible until you have to breathe through your mouth so that that's just my little side notes on all that but it, it, just take take three or four minutes read read that article um and these oxygen deprivation sessions they only last between five and ten minutes per day like per session so you're doing you're doing every day for 14 days from there on in twice a week you're not talking about a lot a lot of time but it's a real bang for your buck and it's you will thank me for it so if you guys have any other questions feel free to shoot me through an email tim at trainsmove.com till tomorrow Hey, Ray.